Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Within the Lines would not be possible without Anchor by Spotify. It is the easiest way to make a podcast and has been how we have made our podcast for over two years now. Anchor has everything we could need to make a podcast. And if you were thinking about starting your own podcast, you definitely should take advantage of their resources. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. We have fancy mics. You don't need a fancy mic to use Anchor. When hosting on Anchor, you can even distribute your podcast to listening platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Wherever you want to listen to your podcast, Anchor does that work for you. You think me and Tyler are smart enough to figure this stuff out by ourselves? Absolutely not. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And of course, the best part, because me and Tyler are cheapies, Anchor is totally free. Anchor's been great for us. It's been what we have been using. Um, We highly, highly recommend it. And if you were thinking about making a podcast yourself, we encourage you to download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Let's get back to the pod. Welcome back to another episode of Within the Lines, coming at you on June 21st, 2019. Today we got a packed show for you as always. Returning to the studio. This is our first time recording in studio, and I use studio in a very uh, flexible manner for definition-wise. First time recording in the studio for like three weeks. You know, we got some <laughs> baseball as always. We got the news about Space Jam, who's going to be in it. We're going to create our own Space Jam, give you a little teaser there. And then as always... There's some more news about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It just don't stop. It doesn't stop. It's a churning, good, grinding we machine. Need, we need stuff. Yeah, we need content. If it stopped, I'd be upset. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into the show. 20, 10, 5, touchdown. High fly ball into right field. She is gone. I don't feel so good. Hulk! Smash! Hey, look up. You can. Yes. All righty, Tyler. We're starting this episode like we start every episode as you punch your mic <laughs> with our favorite sport, baseball. A little bit of baseball. In our outline here, um, we got five categories, four of which are the Angels, one, two, three, and four hitters. Yeah, and then I wasn't part of constructing this. Um, needless to say, Jason, the Angels are on fire. I've been saying it all year. Upton comes back. Our lineup is going to be dominant. First pitch well, of the well, season. Let's rewind a bit. Let's you're first gonna, pitch. Let's rewind. Uh, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Last time the listeners heard from us, we were on our way to the Angel Dodger game. Oh yes, we did. Last Tuesday. Yes, we were. I think it was June 11th. I want to say last Tuesday. And let's just say that game did not go as planned for mm. the Dodgers. 
Everyone, you can go back and check out the uh, replay of the live stream. Jason was upset on our Twitter account. It was brutal. 15 runners left on base. You know, the Angels got it done. Clutch pitching, completed the home sweep of the two-game set. The Scored Dodgers five just runs can't in beat the first. us. Which is going to come in real handy when we meet in the World Series later this year, Jay. <sighs> yeah, they scored five <laughs> runs in the first on like a on like a broke not a broken first inning, but just Shohei hits a bomb. I can't I can't say anything against that. Kenta, Kenta did hang a change up two strikes. Kenta can't handle Shohei, bro. If Kenta just throws that change up where he's supposed to, that whole inning doesn't happen. We win that game. Hangs a change up, home run. Can't take that away from Shohei. And then it was like he a batter got hit, he walked someone, and then it was a ground ball that would have been to the shortstop if we didn't have a weird-ass shift on, which they usually don't shift with runners on base. And then uh, Justin, Justin Bohr, of all people. First game back from AAA. Five seconds after Tyler uh, yelled that he was in the lineup. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I will also, you know, a little bit of humble brag. I called that home run. I think he did. I did. I said, mm-hmm. Justin Bohr is going to hit a three-run home run here. Watch. And he did. And there it goes. And then, yeah, the rest of the game, we had runners on base. We know we shut the Angels down, and we just couldn't get it done. Up until the last inning where Corey Seager pulled his hammy and was out to four to six weeks. Oh, he's still out? Yeah, it's like four to six weeks. Ty. Oof. Yeah. I, I don't keep up with the Dodger news that much. <laughs> yeah. We're kind of beat up right now, but. Yeah. That's tough. That's still the tough. first team to 50 wins. about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're on fire. We're trending up. You're trending down. You guys are playing pretty good. You know, you beat us two out of two. You beat the Blue Jays, I want to say, three out of four. Or not the Blue Jays, the uh, Rays. Rays. No, you split the Rays. I think yeah, you split the race because you went four and two over those six. Yeah, which was good because that's two playoff teams, and then you're taking care of the Blue Jays, which is what you need to do. I think we're losing right now, but by one run maybe. That's uh, what you got to do if you want to be a playoff team is you got to beat up on the uh, the obviously not playoff teams, and so far you've been doing that. Oh yeah, um, Trout's Otani. a Blue Jay killer. Trout hit a grand slam, I think. Or well, I know he hit a grand slam, but I know he hit a home run off my Cy Young pick. <laughs> that he did. Who is doing very bad i must add i believe he hit two off of him i think the grand slam came off of him also hit a home run and a grand slam had seven rbis career high and in his career jason with the bases loaded oh i saw this stat in 69 at bats (laughs) mike trout is hitting 420 that's doesn't seem like something trout would be proud of because he seems very like clean very nice (laughs) (laughs) trout seems like he wouldn't understand that joke (laughs) <laughs> probably not <laughs> yeah aaron sanchez has a 5.49 era thanks to mike trout he actually hit a zero going into the game dude he has an 8.22 era over his last seven games that's brutal that's real tough that's brutal um but yeah you guys are trending up the dodgers we hit a bit of a cold spell but when i say cold spell i think we've still won like seven out of our last 10 which is what happens when you're the best team in baseball <laughs> rich hill's out right rich hill is the one who got injured yeah he has a flexor strain in his forearm he's gonna probably be out for like three months Mm, he's gonna tough. be out till what probably probably august september probably like september he'll be back for the postseason probably because well i don't know about three months because he, he's not picking up a baseball for a month well he's older too isn't he yeah so could last longer never know i think that's I why just, i'm saying three months just to i think there's a good chance though um you guys just throw ross stripling in there and he becomes dominant yeah i mean our boy ross stripling um little upset with them at the moment. <laughs> Appeared on a different podcast. Shouted them out on Instagram. Didn't even mention to anyone that he was on Within the Lines. He liked Like he it. was ashamed of it. He liked the tweet. Didn't even retweet it when he was on the episode. <laughs> he was in studio with them, to be fair, and he just called us. But still, you think you'd want to be like, hey, would, guys, I, listen to this interview I just I did. I agree. I'm just playing devil's advocate here. I still love you, Ross, but come on, man. 
If you want to be a recur- the first ever recurring guest, you got to treat us better than that. <laughs> um, but no, we're doing decent. And I was looking at it. I was like, wow, we're actually not doing that great the last like month or so. And I was looking at our schedule, and it's because we played the Angels and the Giants, the two teams that notoriously play us tough, even if we're 10 times better than them. So, Which you're not. You're not 10 times better than us. You're 12 games better than us. Anyways, um, but yeah, we're we're doing decent. You know, we scored nine runs in back-to-back games. Happy about that because our offense was getting a little sluggish. Tonight we face Mad Bum for probably the last time in a Giants jersey. Probably going to get traded. Where do you think Mad Bum's going to go? I think he had a no, like a no trade list that he would go to or something. Yeah, like I have that. no idea. I could see him being on like the Braves. I feel like Mad Bum is a. Braves. Probably be another National League team. I'm willing to bet. Well, I don't know unless the Giants don't want to help an NL team, which I don't. They're definitely not going to trade him to the Dodgers. I see some people <laughs> yeah, on Twitter no like, way. we need Mad Bum after that Rich Hill injury. Like, there's no way. Maybe, I guess you could say this, the groundwork is kind of there considering the Giants GM is our former, or the Giants president of baseball operations is our former GM. Just made the switch this year. So maybe he's like, hey, I'll help you guys out one last time. <laughs> We're not one. contending this year. <laughs> um, but still, I don't think Mad Bum would want to be on the Dodgers. I think he would right. retire. <laughs> just be like, yeah that ain't happening it'd be so awkward just like, walk into the locker room just lock eyes with muncie see that's the thing after Puig got traded i was like okay maybe there could be a route where mad bum could be a, a dodger but not with muncie now muncie it would just be right so awkward <laughs> i could see him going to like the braves he seems like a braves pitcher country boy yeah, i could see the braves for sure um the phillies could probably use him get a rental on him yeah. Um, the Angels could definitely use him. I don't think we're going to have anyone to trade for him. <laughs> Joe Adele. Just kidding. That'd Fuck be you. ridiculous. <laughs> trade him for... No, you could trade... It's only half a season of Mad Bum, so you're not going to trade like an elite. Yeah. But it's... You know, do you trade your sixth best prospect for Mad, a half a season of Mad Bum? I don't know. You know, because even with Mad Bum, I don't think you're winning the World Series. I don't either. It has to be like a true World it. Series contender. Yeah. Maybe the Yankees and my computer's making noises Every time, again. Bro. I picked a time. I did not schedule it for 619. I'll fix this. But uh, the Yankees, maybe, I think they need, like, rotational help. I could see him in, you know, New York. Red Sox, maybe. Red Sox. Eh. How's the Red Sox rotation? Is it good? It's all right. I don't know. I know they have sale and price. I'm trying to think. I feel like the Braves. I feel like he's going to be a Brave. Or, like, the the in, the Twins. The Twins could use him. They're a contender. They're definitely a contender. They have a dominant offense, so I could see them maybe, uh, moving some pitches or pieces around to get a pitcher. Do you think the Twins are legit? I don't know. I'm still dude. not sold on them, but every time I check the standings, I'm like, all right, the Twins probably fell off. They didn't fall off. 48 and 25 right now. I think they have the best winning percentage in all of baseball. No, because we're 50 and 25. Yeah, yeah we have more right. wins and le- same losses. But the American League, though. Yeah, but yeah, every time I look, I'm like, oh, the Twins are gonna fall off. Nope. I don't. I don't. Max get it. Kepler's insane. So like the last like two weeks. Yeah, I. They're just hitting the ball to the fucking moon every time. Well, they added Nelson Cruz, which and I they, thought he was done. I thought he was trending oh, down. Yeah. yeah, but and then they. It's weird too. I mean, it's not weird, but it was kind of predictable. I guess not to be this good, but them to make the playoff run again. They were a playoff team two years ago. They just had like some injury unluck last year, you know, and just got off to a bad start. Never really recovered. Yeah. And, you know, and they have a bunch of young guys who are only going to get better. So, I guess it was kind of predictable. I wouldn't have predicted this, but... I know preseason, like, because we did our preseason predictions, and when I was yeah. looking at that, a couple of people chose the Twins. Yeah. And so, I mean, there's people out there who saw it coming, but I sure shit didn't. 
if I if I really looked at it, I probably could have. I, I wouldn't have predicted this, but they got CJ Crone. That was a really good pickup. But you know they got. But that wasn't even supposed to. Marwin Gonzalez. Like, he was a pickup. <laughs> they're having a bunch of pieces work out for him. Yeah. And they're just fucking dominant, dude. Yeah. Have you guys played them yet this year? I'm um, sure you have. I believe so. Did you beat them? Probably not. Did I tweet anything about the Twins? It'd be nice if I tweeted something about the Twins. No, my last uh, Twins tweet was Hawaiian shirt twin selfie when I had a bowl cut. Shout out to Conrad. He was on our last podcast. Oh, uh, we lost three out of four, and the one that we didn't lose was postponed. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know when we play it. So you lost three out of three. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to Oh, and then we played a three-game set the week before and lost two out of three. Oh, so not great. But so they're, beat them they're a great team. Once out of six so far. These were my playoff predictions. I tweeted them. I, so far, they're actually looking pretty decent. Besides the Twins. I got, I think these, I don't know, Dodgers, I don't know. Dodgers, Cardinals, Phillies, Nationals, Cubs, Astros, Indians, Yankees, Red Sox, Rays. Indians, I don't know. I think I had the exact same American League as you. No. You I didn't had, have the Rays. You yeah, had the, I Angels. Had the Angels instead of the Rays. And then I don't think the Cardinals, I think the Cardinals were doing good. And then they kind of fell off, and now they're back to like just okay. Yeah, thirty-eight and thirty-five. That's going to be a good series. You guys play a uh, St. Louis four games, I think, on the road. If you guys can win three or four of those, then that's. I've seen a bunch of stuff on Twitter too about Pujols going back there. I feel like he's already been back since he's been with us. I don't know. That's a weird team. You know yeah. what I mean? But it's been fucking years now since he's been with us. He had to have played him since then. You can look. I can look that up. You don't know how to work baseball reference I'm like I do. not just as good type. at that. I just type in players' names usually. I don't know all team games and shit. <laughs> I can figure that out for you maybe. Yeah, because you could just go to batting. You go to his batting career splits, and then you can look at his stats against the Cardinals. And if he has any stats, that means he's obviously played them. But well, we I, know, know if I believe he's played the them yeah, at Angel Stadium. I don't know if he's been back to Well, Stadium. if he only has like three games, we can kind of pinpoint to where it was opponent st louis card he has six games against the cardinals so we had to have played him at fucking one on one home one away because you probably yeah. play him every four years or every three years so and you've had him for what seven years now something yeah something like that i don't know this is i think the ninth year of his 12 year deal 10 year deal i don't know but you've probably played in st louis oh you got to do google Pujols return to st <laughs> louis and i bet you i could find it the perfect player Return to St. Louis set. Really? Has he not? Has he really never been back? Did Maybe both series were at Angel Stadium. That's weird. Why would we play them twice at home Albert, without going there? Albert Pujols still has a... Oh, God. This autoplay video is going to play over our podcast. No, close it. Okay. That was a close one. <laughs> um, Albert Pujols still has a home in the suburbs of St. Louis, but hasn't set foot inside Bush Stadium since December 8th, 2011. Jesus Christ. Okay. So, yeah. Angel, oh, I, I know how. Angels versus Cardinals all-time record. And then it, I think it takes you, here we go. Well, it just said he hasn't stepped foot since 2011. Um, if it told it, that's just insane to me, dude. Yeah, but I'm trying to see if the last time maybe he played, he was hurt or something. You know what I mean? Oh. So you guys played him in 2016 in Anaheim. Played him in 2013 in Anaheim. And then played in St. Louis 2010. He came in 2011, I think, right? So we played him at home right before he came. Yeah. So, yeah, that's his first return that's to the Cardinals. That's wild. That's going to be a big time standing ovation. Oh, yeah. 
They gave David Freeze a huge... Well, David Freeze was a World Series hero. He kind of deserved it, but... I mean, Pujols was part of that World Series. No, but I was saying is if they gave David Freeze a big ovation, imagine yeah. how big of an ovation they give Pujols. But David Freeze is kind of like a hero. And yeah. David Freeze will never <laughs> buy himself a drink in that city again. Oh, fuck no. <laughs> but I I think Pujols is right there with how much oh, no, he yeah. did for that no, franchise. No, he's more. I'm yeah, saying he's I'm more. Like... <laughs> but I was underselling David Freeze. Yeah. Who's doing pretty good for the Dodgers, I must add, this year. Has he been? Yeah, he's hitting. Like, he was hitting over 300. It's limited appearances. They pick and choose when to use them, but... He was doing pretty decent. He's hitting, yeah, he's hitting three thirteen. He now, he's got to be in like the high thirty six. Oh, that's it. Yeah, he did say though. I think in an interview, if the Dodgers wouldn't have brought him back this year because he had a player, a team option, that he probably would have retired. So yeah, he's got to be getting towards he's, the end. He's, he's good, for really us good in his him. role. He's got a one point zero two four OPS. I, I mean, granted, it's only one hundred and thirty five plate appearances, but who? So they're just starting JT over him. Well, he plays first for us. Oh. So Muncie. he's like Muncie's platoon mate. Yeah. But Muncie's been doing good against lefty, so he's not seeing as much time. But since Seager's been hurt, they've been putting Muncie at second more because they've been putting Kike and CT3 at short. So Freeze has been playing more. Freeze was third baseman. Put him at second and fucking put Kike on the bench. <laughs> well, That's fucking garbage. He has been doing bad. Riley's going to be mad that you said that. He's, it pisses me off that he's in the top five for all-star it is. Yeah, it is ridiculous. <laughs> he should not be in the top five. He's a huge fan favorite, though. That's why. That's exactly why, but he definitely doesn't deserve it. He had a grand slam the other night. Did he? Two nights ago, yeah. But I always tell Riley he only does something if we're if the game's already over. We were already winning five zero in like the eighth <laughs> inning, so it didn't matter. Seventh <laughs> inning, yeah. I was like, of course he does it when the game doesn't matter. But if we were down one, he would have struck out. <laughs> I shouldn't burn the bridges. What if Kike listens to this? You guys have played Milwaukee already this season, right? Yeah, we've played all seven games against them. You've already played them? I was going to say, I wonder if you guys had games towards the end of the season. Because that would be a fucking lit series. Why? For Bellinger Yelich. If they're oh. still on MVP pace and like fucking late season, you guys have a series against each other. No. Both, both trying to make the playoffs, both making MVP pushes. There was that game where Bellinger like completely one-upped Yelich. And I feel like it didn't get the coverage it deserved. Did you know this happened? When he robbed Yelich of a home run, then hit like the game-winning home run, I think. Yeah. I think that was the same game. I know it was definitely the same series. But... Well, I know there's a bunch of stuff of you guys playing each other when they were both on a fucking tear. Yeah. But I was hoping later in the season when it mattered. No, yeah. We played them. We literally played all our games against them. We had a series at home against them, played the Reds at home two games and then went to milwaukee <laughs> that was it so yeah in a nine game stretch we had seven games against them and i think we took four <laughs> i think we went four and three against them yeah we went four and three against them also went four and three against the cubs so we're beating our playoff teams three and oh against the phillies not a playoff team oh they're in first place i think miko said <laughs> no, they were not close. in first place they think they're a wild card team now really if that they might even be behind for a while oh, they're 39 and 34 wild card they are the first team out of the playoffs as of right now. Dude, they're cold. They are one and two, one and three, one and four, three two and, and four, seven two and in five, their last two ten. And six, two and seven. Three game losing streak. Two and seven in their last nine, yeah. Dang, that sucks. Bryce Harper's been terrible. Yeah, yes. <laughs> you know what I'm gonna get Miko for his birthday? Mm, I think you told me. Did I tell you already? Yeah, I don't want to oh, say it. I'm I was fine. gonna say it and then bleep it out just to annoy him. Do it. We're getting him like a I wish, I don't know. I said I was going to say I wish there was a way I could only bleep that from Miko, but. You can't do that. Yeah, I know. But he's going to love that, huh? Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Me and Darlene are going halves on it. (laughs) 
He's going to absolutely love that. Um, um, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I thought you had something with the uh, Bellinger Yelich race right now. Mike Trout's just running away with it for the American <sighs> League, so we got to cover something. Yeah, because um, I tweeted something yesterday about how the pace that Bellinger and Yelich are on, they are, if both of them keep on pace, obviously only one of them can win MVP. Whichever one doesn't win is going to put together like one of the best non-MVP seasons of all time. So I wanted to give you some of the best non-MVP seasons of like the last 25 years. Come to find out the early 2000s had a lot of like 48 home run, 130 RBI seasons (laughs) that didn't win MVP because everyone was doing it. Yeah. So I picked some out from this decade. That's like right past the steroid era. Yeah. When pitching was still kind of like... It's like not Maguire Sosa, but still with fucking Bonds. But we we had a lot of power hitters in that time. We had Pujols at his prime. Uh, Ryan Howard had his four-year run where he was insane. Fielder, Ortiz. Prince Fielder, David Ortiz. Like um, Adrian Gonzalez had a year where he hit 40 yeah. home runs. He finished like eighth in MVP voting. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot. It's not as common anymore for 40 home runs, I feel like. At least for the, there was a stretch there, I think, in like 2010 to 15, probably. Yeah. It's yeah, there wasn't a lot of big seasons, but I think overall home runs were going up. Like as yeah, everyone league. was like more consistent, but there wasn't home run hitters as much. Yeah, like a marquee. Yeah. Um, some I didn't want to from not this decade. I wanted to mention there was uh, Adrian Beltre's two thousand four, where he had two hundred hits, forty eight home runs, one hundred twenty one RBIs, three thirty four average, one point zero one seven OPS. Finished second to Barry Bonds, who had a one point four OPS. Had like the greatest season <laughs> ever. It's absurd, dude. I will mention that in see hitting was just different back then, dude. And it's crazy because it's only fifteen years ago. There were seven players with an OPS over one. That's insane. Just well, in I, the MVP voting, and then for the NL, just seven in the NL. Well, that's the top seven MVP or top six MVP vote or no seven top seven MVP votes all had over. And then if you go down one. to sixteen, Todd Helton had over one. And if you look at the American League, they only had one, and he finished third. Manny Ramirez. <laughs> Vladdy won that year, but Vladdy had a good year. It's just not great OPS wise. That's a lot, but I feel like there's a pretty good amount right now with over one OPS. But at the end of the season, let's look at 2018's MVP voting results and see. Because I feel like there's only like two. Yeah, last year in the NL there was one Yelich, and he had exactly a one OPS. And then in American League, there was three: Mookie Betts, Mike Trout, and JD Martinez. Damn. So, it's a different time, man. I don't know if it's there's there's probably some trend you can look at, but I mean, slugging percentage is probably the biggest one. Is there's higher, there were higher slugging percentages back then than there is now. Yeah, probably on base percentage. I don't know. Maybe there was more walks back then. It'd be nice to look at like a graph. I'm telling you, it's the batting averages have just dropped because of the shift. Yeah, but that. You know, I mean, batting average does have an effect on OPS, but you could still walk and you know what I mean? Batting well, average saying, itself but, doesn't directly translate into OPS. But what I'm saying is there's probably similar amounts of walks, just lower batting averages. So it's lowering the OPS. Yeah, yeah, that's pro- it probably is the shift, honestly. I mean, you look at... Because you're not getting as many, you know, averages have lowered. It's harder to get 200 hits because they're taking hits away from people so consistently. So yeah. you're still slugging good because if you drive the fucking baseball in a gap, you're probably going to get a hit no matter what. Yeah. But, but I'm as looking far at, as getting like bloop singles. See the on base percentage for all the guys in 2004. They all floated around. For Beltray was actually the worst, 388. Besides Barnes, who put it up a 60 <laughs> on base percentage, 0. 0.609. They floated from 388 to 450. And if you look at last year, you know this is AL 438, 460, 387, 402. So I guess yeah, those 
those not top of the line guys, the not Mookie Betts and Mike Trout, they're down in like the 300s, 350s. Yeah. But the, I think slugging too, but it is because of the shift. I mean, the shift ruined Ryan Howard's career. 100%. Dude, <laughs> ruined Ryan Howard's career. I feel so bad for him. Who was it last week they got a, in, like, actually got a no bullshit bunt double? Oh, it was uh, Charlie Blackman? No. Uh, it was uh, Matt uh, fucking Carpenter? Was it? I saw that. I don't been. remember who it was. He bunted it and just fucking kept running and made it. It was a legitimate double off a of bunt. <laughs> yeah, it's the shifts are weird, but I don't know. We've talked about shifts before. You say the whole slap it to the other side you know, the, of the field. How hard can it be? But actually, one thing I didn't consider that I saw on, on Twitter, people were talking about it, is they pitch to these shifts, too. Oh, 100%. So if you're shifting them to the right, a pole hitter, you're going to get a lot of shit them, inside. Yeah, inside, off speed. You're not going to throw them hard and away. Yeah. So... It's hard to turn a... It's hard to... Well, no, I, my, my take on it was just get fucking rid of the shift. I know. <laughs> I just don't know where you would draw the line. You know what I mean? You I'm have telling to you, set bro, amount you of say, people this on this is where this the base. shortstop plays, you get a 20-foot range. Or however much. I think if it were to happen, it would be... Not that. It would be you're allowed to have two people on each side of the base. That way you can still move your second baseman. That's you can reasonable. still move your shortstop, but you can't stack one side. Yeah. So... But sometimes you need like like when they bring the like I re- I love when they bring the outfielder in to the infield when it's like a game, you know, two out or one out and they can't let a ball go to the outfield. I love when they do that. It's cool. I think that's reasonable. Like have you seen the one picture where the Dodgers lined up with like five people in between first and second base? It was like five years ago. Seriously? Yeah, no. it was at the end of the game, it was a pole hitter. And they literally had like five people in between first and second base. <laughs> like if it hits this way, it's getting fucking yeah. knocked down. That's like an onside kick formation right there. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I wanted to go through all the best non-MVP seasons of this decade. Starting off with every year Mike Trout did not win the MVP. Thank you. Um, Some of them were less strong than others. Some of them maybe don't belong with the best of the best because there are other great years that I left out. But every year has been strong for Trout. Donaldson year was probably a low one. Let's see. So Maybe, Maybe his rookie Maybe his rookie year, but well, that was still 2012, insane. 30 home runs, 49 stolen bases, most of his career. Yeah, that's probably what the stolen bases really lifted up. He hit 326. Year. Yeah. 963 OPS. So actually one of his worst OPSs of his career. Um, 83 RBIs. Not a lot of RBIs. Good year. Came second to Miggy, who I think won the triple crown that year. So you can't, you can't argue that. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Uh, the next season, they started walking him more. He put up 110 walks, led the league. Still had 27 home runs, 97 RBIs, 323 average, 988 OPS. So another great year, but when I read you these other years, that one isn't like as high up. That's insane. He had 27 home runs that year. He has 22 right now. Yeah. He's become more of a power hitter. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like These years, they're good, but some of them, the ones I on this list, are insane. Yeah. 2015, which I think is the Donaldson year, might be his best non-MVP year, or last year. He had 41 home runs, nine, only 90 RBIs, 92 walks. 11 stolen bases. He hit 299, but he had a 590 slugging, 991 OPS, led the league. Led the league in OPS and slugging. Mm. Came second because his team can't make the playoffs. Fuck you. Um, and then MVP the next year. And then he got hurt in 2017, but was putting up like historic. Hit 33 home runs in 114 games. If he would have played the full season, he would have won it. Yeah. And then last year hit 39 home runs. Only 79 RBIs. Wait. Who won it in 17? Uh, Altuve. Oh, that's right. Because I have a 2017 player on here. 2018, 
last year. He hit 39 home runs, but only 79 RBIs. I feel like he might have beat Mookie if you, he had like that big 100 RBI, you know, number that writers love to Probably see. Probably because they bumped him up to the two spot. Yeah, I think starting and that your team year. sucks. Um, yeah, that, well, that at least did lead, last year. That, you know, factors into it. 1.088 OPS, 122 walks, finished second, and then this year he's, you know, otherworldly. Going on pace, he's going to win the MVP. Oh, yeah. I, I don't even know if there's anyone in the discussion. There's not even a Donaldson or Betts where it's like, well, this guy's on a playoff team. You have to give it to him. Mm-hmm. Austin, no, Austin Meadows is he still doing good, but um, no, there's no way they give it to fucking Austin. I know. I, did, I was just trolling because the one All Star conversation we had. Oh yeah, I don't even know I'm a pitcher. Right maybe is there like a really good pitcher? Chris mm-hmm. Sale, <laughs> no one who's <laughs> dominating. Uh, Tommy Listella might make a run for. <laughs> oh my god. I mean, no. George Springer, 308, Was doing good, but he's been hurt. He was, like, the favorite early on. Yeah, I. that's probably, like, the best stats. But besides that, Trout's hitting 299, 22 home runs, 56. I think he leads the league in every single category besides, like, batting average right now. American Stolen League. Base. Yeah. Yeah. I think they said it was, like, on-base, slugging, OPS, runs, what about, RBIs. What about the Triple Crown stats? Is he leading those? Um, he has runs and RBIs, not batting average. It's batting average, home runs, RBIs. Oh, yeah, home runs is what I meant. He has home oh, runs yeah, and RBIs. He's Polanco. Batting average is legit the only thing he doesn't fucking have right 299. now. 299. It's so weird. I mean, he is getting walked a lot, so that's why his batting average is lower. But he's never been like a super high average guy. He always hovers around 300. It's good, but he's never been, you know, like a 350, which what you would expect with how good the rest of his stats are. But, but that shows that batting average is flawed. Yeah, he's also putting up like a 1.1 fucking OPS right yeah. now. So <laughs> maybe they should adjust the uh, triple crown. Should be home runs, RBIs, OPS. Yeah, it's my bold take. I'd be okay with it. Anyways, the other great non MVP seasons uh, we have. I had Aaron Judge's 2017. He had a great year, rookie year nonetheless. Had the same WAR as Altuve, 8.8.1, 155 games. He only had 154 hits. Because he walked 127 times. Reasonable. 52 home runs, which is unheard of in like you know this oh, yeah. decade. So that's why. 114 RBIs. He still hit 280. He had an OPS over 1, 1.049. Second best OPS in the league behind Mike Trout. But Mike Trout wasn't qualified, so best OPS in the league. How Aaron Judge didn't win this award, I don't know. I don't remember at the time being outraged that Aaron Judge didn't win the award. I remember being like, yeah, Altuve deserves to win. But looking back at the numbers, how didn't Aaron Judge win this award? Jose Altuve, man. Yeah, Altuve has thirty stolen bases, thirty-two stolen bases. What you year? Know. Well, I guess it the year they matter. won the World Series. Yeah, I was gonna say they vote before the World Series, though. But the Yankees made the playoffs too. Yeah. They played each other in the yeah. in the LCS. I mean, I think it. I think that factored into it then. What people didn't know that, but they obviously were like the Astros are better. Altuve <laughs> wins, and they got it right. <laughs> but the these stats weren't even close. Altuve had them in hits. Maybe Altuve had better like advanced stats for defense. They had the same WAR though. Yeah. So, I don't but know. <laughs> if you combine their hits and their walks, um, yeah, Judge hasn't beat Altuve has two sixty-two, and Judge has two. No, Altuve, yeah, two sixty-two. Judge has two. No, two fifty. No, two sixty-two. Judge has <laughs> two. 81 281 I don't know I did that all in my math so, I'm fine with it though but yeah if you combine their hits and their walks Judge is better and Altuve had 50 more hits but that's because all the walks he had twice as many home runs 
33 more RBIs. I don't get it. More runs. <laughs> better batting at worse batting average. Altuve did hit 346, and maybe that's why there's a lot of old school riders who still look at batting average. And when you have a guy who hit, hits 346, they're like, we can't not give it to that that's guy. That's probably but, what it was. That's so high for fucking nowadays. Yeah, but still. Probably still. if you have something that's... Well, I mean, with that... Ooh, he still had a better on-base percentage. Yeah, I don't fucking know. I was going to say, with that, though, like guys don't do that nowadays. Guys don't hit 50 home runs anymore, either. Yeah. So. Aaron Judge, 2017. Then we're going all the way back to 2011. I only have four that's years cool. on this. Ooh, 2011? A National League? Yep. Matt Kemp. Yep. Dude was a fucking monster. He should have won that Still bitter year. about this. He should have won that year over Ryan Braun. <laughs> Matt Kemp, 8 war, had a better war. Didn't really calculate war, I feel like, back then. I feel like war didn't really yeah, start coming not. until like five, six years ago. More games played. Played in 161 games. Damn. Fun fact, the Dodgers only played 161 games that year. Because there was like a rain out and it didn't matter for the playoffs, so they just never made it up. Or something. Really? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> and I'll tell you why I know that. He had more runs, 115 opposed to bronze, 109. More hits, 195 opposed to 187. More home runs, 39 opposed to 33. 126 RBIs. More than bronze, one eleven. More stolen bases, forty. So he he had thirty nine home runs and forty stolen bases. He would have joined the forty forty club. He was one shy of it, right? Yeah, one home run shy, and they only played one hundred sixty one games. Ooh, they should have fucking played it for him. With how many games? With you know, it's not a guarantee he hits a home run, but you give him that one extra game, and he knows he's about to be a forty forty guy. He he's swinging the for MVP the fences. Award. There's only been four four forty forty seasons in baseball history. He would have been the fifth. He was one home run away. That's insane. that's how good he was that year. Mike Trout hasn't even done that. Yeah. So he he had a better he, his batting <laughs> average was eight points lower. He had a better on base percentage, a slightly worse slugging, and his OPS was eight points less. But so they were identical. Stat. Yeah, and his slugging was not eleven points less. <laughs> so it's not even like yeah he was. Yeah, it was. He should have won that award, and I think it's because I think the Brewers might have been a playoff team that year, and the Dodgers weren't. I don't know. I remember you know, that. Though, I remember me. you being fucking outraged. That he yeah, because I loved. I, Kemp, I agreed dude. with you. That was the year Kemp hit all those fucking Oppo home runs, isn't it? I don't know. I just remember he was a god. I know there's one year where he just hit like 30 fucking home runs to right field. He was a god. That's so all weird. I can remember. And then we, ha- I had a pair of 2010ers too. I might go through some of these old seasons too. Let's hear I don't know. We're doing a lot of baseball. I had Miguel Cabrera's 2010. This was the year Josh Hamilton won. And I'm not... Josh Hamilton, again, had a high batting average. But Miggy had a... He had a worse war. And that's probably because defense. But again, they didn't really look at defense. Mm-hmm. 111 runs, 180 hits. He hit 38 home runs, 126 RBIs, 89 walks. Three, he hit 328 with a 1.042 OPS. Miggy did? Yeah. So Miggy had more home runs, more RBIs, more walks. Less hits, more runs. He had a worse batting average by 30 points, but he had a better on-base percentage. That's probably what did it. They probably looked at batting average. And his slugging was 11 points lower than Josh Hamilton, and his OPS was two points lower. So, I mean, great year. You could really make the case for either guy, so I'm not too outraged, especially considering um, Hamilton played 133 games and was pretty close to Miggy and home run totals, and they're both power hitters. But still a great year nonetheless. Then we had Albert Pujols in 2010, who lost to uh, Joey Votto. Hit 42 home runs, 118 RBIs, 103 walks, 312 average, 1.011 OPS. Dude, can you 
312 average with 42 home runs. But Votto hit 320 with 37 and 113. So he was Still, close. They were both good years, you know. That's just insane to me. Someone hits fucking 312 right now, which would fucking lead the league, I think, right now. Plus no, 42 Bellinger's home runs. American <laughs> League. Oh, he was on the Cardinals then, though. So it would have been National League. Yeah, Votto had a 13 better OPS. Votto had, you know, he had... It was a close year. You know, Pujols had the better war, but like we said, they didn't really look at war. Well, I'm just saying it's insane that they're putting up those numbers and don't win fucking MVP. Yeah. There were some more. I got to go back to like 2005, 2006. I'm going to go on my document and undo all my... Were those Barry Bonds? No, it was like right after the Bonds. Uh, oh, crap. Hold on. Let me copy and paste my Bellinger and Yelich projection so I can tell you what they're projecting towards. You go ahead and look this stuff up. I got a piece. So we're going to have a cut here. I have to pee too, Ty. What really? a coinkadink. And we are back. We are not going to go back to older seasons because we're running a little long. I do want to tell you uh, the projections for Bellinger and Yelich, though. Again, these are projections, and I calculated them to 150 games played because both of them have missed games already, so they can't play 162. Bellinger is on pace if he plays 150 games for 50 home runs, 125 RBIs, 194 hits, and a 12.9 war on baseball reference, which I think will go down as like one of the best wars on baseball reference of all time. I could probably look that up if I really wanted to. He is trending down right now, but just going off of what he's already done. He was trending down, but over the last week, he's actually trending back up. He's he's leveling out. He's but he ain't going at that 400 pace he was to start the season. I don't know. If we look at the last seven days, he might be hitting 400 over the last seven days. I'm telling you, Ty. You don't. You said yourself you don't follow a lot of Dodgers. Well, I follow Bellinger. He's hitting 368 the last seven days. That's what I'm saying. So he's going back up. He's fine. But he's been trending down the past month. Last 28 days. He's still hitting 292. Exactly. That's 100 points lower than he was to start the season. <laughs> yeah, but, all you know, he's past that. He's going back to 400, Dater. I want to look up the best war season of all time, but I'm not subscribed to the uh, baseball reference play index. I've subscribed for days to do it, but it costs money. Rip. Because you can look at, like, it's a, it's so cool. It's like this stat thing. You can look up, like, anything. Like, remember that tweet I had about if Ryu did this, he would have, like, the best month in base. That's what I used for that. Like, you have to put in a bunch of qualifications oh, and everything. Yeah. And I it does all the work for make you. Make your website pay for it. I could just pay for it myself and make, make it a tax write-off. Yeah. Do that. It's like 30 bucks for the year. That's work-related. But I've bought, like, three days, and they were two bucks each. And I was like, shoot, I already bit, bought, like, one-fifth of a year for three days. Um. <laughs> Yelich is on pace for better, but I will note that Yelich is probably not going to play 150 games because he's already missed 10 games-ish. They've played like 75-ish. He's only has 67 games, so he's missed more games. He was probably out doing charity work or something those days, Jay. He has the same amount. He has like very similar stats to Bellinger, but he has like three less games played. Or no, he has five less games played, so his, his projections are higher. He's got He's on pace for 60 home runs, 130 RBIs. 192 hits and a 10.1 wins above replacement also insane so you figure if you know they're not i doubt both of them are hit 50 home runs i'd be surprised if one of them one of them probably will hit 50 i think it's hard to say it's hard to say i think maybe bellinger i don't think yelich will you think yelich will calm down i think yelich finishes in like 43 44 range he's got more right now but i just i don't think he can keep it up i don't he's not a power hitter build i don't know how the fuck he's doing it Bellinger at least looks like he's swinging for the fucking fence every time. Yeah. 
Um, but still, you know, just if they do both, you know, keep going how they're going. That's two guys with 50 home runs, 125 RBIs, and a 10 war, and you can't give one of them the MVP. Insane. And you figure if Trout goes on his pace and he puts together the year he's on pace for, I don't, I don't have the stats to prove this, and I didn't do any research. I just thought of this claim right now. This might be the best year ever for the top three players in the league. Possibly, because Trout's fucking insane this year. And and then we have both of them in the National League. It's way too early to talk about this, but Hyunjin Ryu, Ryu is how you pronounce his name, but I've always called him Ryu. He's wow. on pace for historical freaking numbers. He's been dominating. He's got a 1.26 ERA. Yeah, there's a really good a chance. A 17 strikeout to walk ratio. I hate to say this, but there's a really good chance Dodgers get Cy Young and MVP by two different players. There's a good chance that Ryu could have like one of the best seasons ever, and not and like be the third MVP guy, and that might be the four best players. What if Ryu just goes on a tear and both Yelich and Bellinger <laughs> don't get MVP? <laughs> I don't know what it would take to surpass both of them, but Ryu's been on fire. Knock on wood, man. And he was great last year when he pitched, like, because that would be fucking insane if we had two of those seasons that don't get MVP. And I know Ryu's not going to be a Dodger next year because he's in a contract year, and they're not going to sign him. He's 32. Some team's going to offer him $200 million after this kind of season he'll have. You know what I mean? Maybe oh, not $200 million, but... Definitely see the Angels throwing a contract <laughs> I could see Ryu be an Angel, like, We bro. need starting pitching. You're too old. <laughs> you tap into our Asian market. 100%. <laughs> like, no, he's. I think he's got another two, three years to him, but he's injury prone too. So I could see us tossing him like a four to five year contract, though. <laughs> um. But yeah, that's his. That's dude. That's insane how good they've been, and it's fun. It's fun to have like a good MVP race. You know, you had. I agree with that. You know, it's like it's fun. It's boring in the American League right now. Well, it's fun too when you have two playoff teams. I mean, Shohei's heating up, but oh my god, whatever. Because <laughs> before with Trout, with his like MVP runs with his competition, it's always been like, well, who's the playoff team? You know what I mean? I don't like when that's the deciding factor. I like if they're both playoff guys and they're both. It's just doing straight insane. up. Who's the better player? And I think Yelich would win because I think Yelich is still like America's sweetheart. Oh, 100%. I love me some Yelich. I wonder, I wonder how Bellinger's going to look historically if he hits 50 home runs I think the way we this decide year. this is they both go to the home run derby. Whoever no. wins the home run derby. I don't want Bellinger in the home run derby, dude. I hope he goes. I don't want him in the home run derby. I hope he goes because I could care less if he has a second half slump. He probably won't because I feel like he just swings for the fucking fence anyways, but... I got to do one more stat. It also makes me laugh that everyone says like, oh, this messes up their swings and stuff. But like you talk to players and they're like, we literally do that last round of BP like every single fucking day. It messes up his swing, bro. <laughs> like they literally do that before each game. They probably have a good round. of. He gets swing tired though because you do it more in the home run derby. The last round more, you take yeah. like eight swings. So here's a fun fact for you, Ty. I can't look at the exact names because I don't subscribe to the... So the play index, it doesn't, it'll show you your list, but it won't show you like on this list. It's not showing me the top nine players. It's not showing me their names. It's showing me their home run totals. If Bellinger hits 50 home runs this year, he will have Parker's whining 114. I want to say 88 plus 26, 12, yeah. 114 home runs through his first three years. That'd be tied for the most all time through a player's first three seasons. Fuck. With two people whose names I do not know because I do not subscribe. <laughs> but they both have 114. That's insane. Yeah. Bellinger, man. Historical. He's a fucking monster. You know who else is a monster, Ty? The Monstars. 
I was going to make that joke. I thought you were just going to say Anthony <laughs> Davis, and I was going to switch it up, but I'm proud of you. We got Space Jam. They cast uh, the Space Jam movie starring LeBron, LeBron James. There's a little bit of a stay woke that LeBron's using Space Jam to circumvent the NBA salary cap. Yeah, that's a no-brainer. So he's paying these free agents, you know, and twenty. here's 20 mil for a movie, and then take a, a twenty only a 20 mil contract with the Lakers. Maybe. Wasn't, wasn't Clay... He's Possibly been a free rumored. agent. He is a free agent. He's been rumored to the Lakers, but I don't know. If he'll... So hot take here. He signed him on to this movie. Clay was going to sign with the Lakers, and now he's injured, and he's fucked. And he's I'm surprised. Be on the okay, so the cast we have: LeBron, Anthony Davis, Clay, Lillard, and two WNBA players who Tyler did not write the name down because he could not pronounce them. I will try my best to pronounce them. Yeah, you do that. And then they said there's also other players and like a couple of their WNBA players with smaller roles too. Yeah. So. I hope this website doesn't have an also this, video. Also, we didn't say it, but it came out after Anthony Davis is on the Lakers. Yeah. Hasn't actually happened, but it's been confirmed. What? That hasn't actually been... The trade ha- hasn't gone into well, effect Well, there's yet. the whole kicker nonsense and everything. <clears throat> but I think they have a specific deadline they have to wait to. That's what I'm saying. There's a deadline, but it's but already been I think accepted. I saw something that Woj tweeted that they... Because the Hawks traded like their picks to the Pelicans or something... And then that they might loop the Hawks in, into the deal to push it back, so the trade kicker, or maybe AD just doesn't accept the trade kicker. I don't know if he could do that. Either way, I don't think the Lakers should sign a third max guy because if they use all their remaining salary cap on one guy, they're gonna have a roster full of like seven people and a bunch, not even seven, seven people, but like four decent ones, and then they have to bring in a bunch of veteran minimums guys. Yeah, they should. They'd be better off just I bringing mean, in some role players. If we're being honest, though, fuck it, do that. Have a small roster because how many actually play in the playoffs? Yeah, but then you have a warrior situation where, you know what I mean? Someone gets hurt, but still, dude. If you look at the playoffs, they only play like seven, eight players in the playoffs. I'd rather them see I'd rather see them get like Pat Beverly defensively, you know, a defensive guy. Maybe like a JJ Reddick, a shooter, you know, a cheaper center. So do you think deeper teams win playoffs? Or do you think teams with fucking three stars? You have players? to be lucky. You know what I mean? But you can win with two star players. The Raptors just proved you can win with one because they were deep, and every day someone stepped up. I think. I mean, with the Lakers specifically, I think Anthony Davis and LeBron is enough where you don't need a third star. That's probably true. Yeah, especially with the way they each play. Yeah, it's not like you have you know fucking like um, the Rockets where you have Chris Paul and James Harden who and are they're both very polar good. opposites. Yeah, but they're both you know point guard, shooting guard, so it's yeah. not going to fucking do anything. You know, LeBron basically plays point guard. I know he's a small forward, but he takes the ball up court yeah. every fucking time. So the WNBA stars Diana Tarasi and then sisters Chinny and Naneka Akwamiki. Aku- 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 I'm well so sorry. I know I pronounced that I wrong. I wasn't even going to try it. <laughs> um, I'm surprised Clay's on it, to be honest. He doesn't seem like a movie guy. He seems like the kind of guy that would just laugh if you offered him. I mean... Whatever. He's going to be Lillard. so I feel like Lillard's he's going to be so be bad. Oh, yeah, Damian Lillard. I didn't even mention Damian Lillard. Yeah. That'll be fun. Especially after his big-time meme that came out this year. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be the... How much you want to bet? What's the what's the odds of them doing that meme in the movie? It's gonna like him something. hitting a shot and staring yeah, at the staring camera at like the that. Camera. <laughs> um, yeah, going off that, though, me and Jason have decided to draft our baseball and football Space, Space Jam, Jam teams to play basketball. Yeah, playing basketball, play but we have to choose baseball players and football players for well, each respective Well, our team. teams are playing each other, not the Monstars. Because you're going to vote on Twitter at Within Lines Pod. We're going to make a nice little Photoshop graphic. You're going to vote on the team. So even if you're not listening to the podcast right now, you're going to see it on Twitter. 
which doesn't really make sense because you wouldn't hear that if you weren't listening to the podcast. I don't know what you just said, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we're building a football and a base, a football and a baseball team, five on five. So we're definitely. And we need gonna... the listeners to determine who's better. Tyler's did a lot of preparation. He has like twelve p- players listed that he wants. I have. That's mostly just me thinking of fun people because fuck it. I, I have z- think no prep. I'm going off the top of my head. We are going to choose one player for each position, one through five on the court. Yep. So if we get fucked up and there's no centers left, that's just fucking the way the cookie crumbles, you know? Do you want to go first or second? We're going to do snake draft here. Okay. Heads or tails, Jay? Just do you want to go first or second? Tails. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go second. Okay. I'm going first. We're doing baseball, right? We're doing baseball I just first. had a bright light in my head of okay. who to pick. And I think it's cheating. And this isn't my official pick because I know you'll refute it. Would I be allowed to pick baseball player Michael Jordan? No. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> I went off of current players only. Okay. Well, I have one player in my mind that he's not current, but he's current enough where you're going to allow it. And you'll understand. Okay. So with my first pick, I'm not going to pick this guy. Who am I going to pick, Ty? I probably should have done some prep. Oh, yeah, that's why I did it, because it's hard sitting here like, ooh, who'd be good here? That's why I got a little I'm going to go at the ready. center position, start it big, the biggest player in baseball, to my knowledge, Aaron Judge. That's fine. I'm also going to go to with the center. Okay. You know what? No. No, I'm not, Jason. I'm going to go complete opposite of you. Smallest player in baseball, Jose Altuve is going to run point for me. Okay, a little quick, little running Short, through people's legs. Short, got some legs. dribbles, passing the ball around. Okay. Are you writing this down? I was going to write it down. I was writing mine down. I'll write mine down. That's fine. So I got Aaron Judge at center. Point guard. You got another pick. Jose Altuve. With my second pick, Jason, the greatest athlete on the face of the earth, (laughs) Mike Trout's going to be playing shooting guard for me. Okay. Mike Trout played basketball in high school. Um, I think he was pretty good. No, no bullshit. I think he was like an all-state type player. I'm going you got two see, picks here I, you know basketball is a game of shooting you want someone who could put the ball where it's supposed to go mm, sure you know and l- listen listeners listen Linda you want someone who could throw the ball put the ball exactly where you want it okay yeah I agree who's the best at baseball and putting the ball exactly where you want it Ty pitchers which pitcher I legitimately don't know I'm asking you <laughs> well, I'm not gonna help you I got an idea I know Hyunjin Ryu has the best walk to strikeout ratio because I literally just mentioned it. <laughs> but I feel like people on Twitter, they're not going to resonate with Ryu. They're, they're, they're not going to understand the logic. So I need someone who is a big name and, you know, they'll understand. I'm going to go with him. He's a tough guy. He just broke his nose. Grit. Oh, that's exactly who I was thinking. He's got two colored eyes. Where's he going to play? Man's a crazy man. He's pretty tall. Is he tall? He's a fairly tall guy. I want to say he's six foot plus. That's a good question. He is 6'3". 6'3". I feel like that's a that's a Ford. No, Small he's, he's going to be my two guard. You know why? Because he's going to do the old Flint Tropics trick of staring into the guards as they come up to court. He says, don't look into my eyes. That's, what's, that's what he's going to do. <laughs> I can't argue it, Jay. Well, I'm going to go with Max Scherzer as my shooting guard. I'm just he's going to be shooting because he I'm can locate. Saying, Twitter's going to be looking at this, and they're going to see Trout on Scherzer, and I don't think Scherzer's getting a point. <laughs> <laughs> Scherzer can score. I don't know if... Well, you don't think Scherzer could score? He's just going to you know, come, think off, he's come off a screen? I think, Scott, I think you're putting someone up against Trout. He needs to be athletic, and pitchers usually are not athletic. But we'll let Twitter decide. Jason, 
Who's your third pick? What's my third pick? You know, I kind of... I, I, it's a little bit of hometown bias. But he's tall. He's lanky as hell. Can't argue it. And that's what you see in basketball players, especially at this position. Kike Hernandez. <laughs> Absolutely not. I'm going to go with Cody Bellinger at power forward. Because he's tall. He's like 6'4". I can't argue it. I had him on my list at that position. How many lanky-ass power forwards do you see in the NBA? Plenty. He gets those... He's a shooting power forward. He gets those he's arms a little, He's a little wet. white Kevin Teardrop. Garnett. Yeah. Kevin Durant, you mean? Or no. he could be Kevin Durant. No, he's Kevin Durant. Okay, that's fine. I would, I'd stand by Garnett. <laughs> Dude had like a giant wingspan. Cody Bellinger as my power. Cody Bellinger and Aaron Judge, the two rookie sweethearts from two years ago. All right. That's my backcourt, frontcourt. That's fine, Jason. Front court. No, small forward's also frontcourt. I got two picks here now. <laughs> I need a power forward, a shooting... I no. need a small forward, power forward, center, and a center. Yep. With my third pick, Jason... I'm looking here. I got two guys in mind. Who do you have as your uh... my center? No, you put you just put Bellinger. As I your got power Bellinger. Forward. Yeah, mm. as my, as my okay. four. We're going with a true athlete here to beat him. At oh, power okay. Four. Did you know Bellinger? I saw a stat the other day. He has the fastest sprint speed on hustle plays or something. You know what, Jason? That's awesome. That's great. How hard can he throw a baseball? That's a good question. Probably pretty hard. He's gunned a few people out at home. I'm sure he can throw it hard, but not as hard as the guy I'm thinking of. This guy can also probably look that up. Hit a ball farther than Bellinger as well. He's a two-way player. Oh my god, he's absolutely dominant, and he's gonna dominate Cody Bellinger. Nope, nope, nope. At power forward, Shohei Otani. He don't got the elbow, bro. He uh, Shohei Bellinger Otani will just poke his fingers into his elbow and he'll start be crying. A shorter Yao Ming, but also from Japan instead of China. Do you think? Uh, do you think in our graphic we should put like their height next to their name, like their height and their weight? Yeah, no, let's let's stat it up. Okay. Because they're the same height, Bellinger and Otani. They're both 6'4". That's a great matchup then by me. <laughs> now I need a shooting uh, small forward in the center. I guarantee they're similar weight. As you talk, I'm going to tell you if they're similar weight. They're probably Yeah, they're probably pretty fair, fucking fair matchup. Otani's 203, Bellinger's 210, according to Google. I have a couple of choices for my small forward. So I'm going to go with my center instead. You chose Judge? Yes. There's only one man on the fucking place of the fan, <laughs> face of the planet, who can stare him in the eyes, and it's his teammate, Giancarlo Stanton. 6'6", six, six, Giancarlo Stanton, yep. I knew you were going to pick that. I had both of them down for centers. Whoever you chose, I was choosing the other one. Yeah, that's pretty obvious. Aaron, so Stanton's 6'6", six, six, Judge is 6'7". So. Yeah, but Stanton's fucking yoked, and you know it. Judge has just got, like, dummy strength, but Stanton looks like he lives in the fucking gym. All right, so my final two picks to round out my team. You know, I'm going to save my best pick for last. Ross Stripling, you're not going to pick to this team. Sorry, sorry, buddy. I thought about getting him, but I was like, nah. Small forward or point guard? I got plenty of options for small I, forward. I guys, got so. logic. Small forward, it's not going to be anyone you picked. Okay. And you're going to laugh at my pick, but I'm going to save him for last. Point guard. So point guard, I need someone that could take the ball up the court, play unselfishly, and make his teammates better. That sounds like a catcher to me. I feel like catchers make their teammates better. And they distribute the ball more than anyone. They got to throw it back to the pitcher every time. They got to throw it to second base. They got to throw it to third base. The only problem is catchers are unathletic. Mm-hmm. Is there an athletic catcher that would be worth picking, Tyler? That's the question. And because I didn't prepare, that's a legitimate question, not me just trying to <laughs> expand my answer. <laughs> I don't know. Buster Posey feels a little old. Maybe. Maybe not. 
Oh, this is tough. I got a lot of options for fucking small forward here. I don't know who I want. This is tough, Ty. I really should have prepared beforehand because I have no idea, and I don't even know if my catcher logic makes sense. There's not really any quick catchers, is there? No, catchers is probably the slowest position on the baseball. All right, we're not going to go that. We're going to go someone quick. Distribute the baseball. Who's someone that's quick that can distribute... Distribute the basketball. Get his team going. Be a leader. I need a leader in this position who's okay. also fast. I don't know. I don't know who that is. Why don't you switch it up? You said you already know your other pick. Because I want to save the best for last time. <laughs> I'm looking up fastest players in MLB 2019. It's probably like Billy Hamilton. Yeah, Billy Hamilton's up there, but I don't want to pick Billy Hamilton. D. Gordon. Yeah, D. Gordon's up there too. It's the one Buxton. Buxton's also right there. Someone who makes their teammates better. You know what? I know who I'm going to go with. He's flashy. He can make the flashy passes. Okay. And he's quick. He's the quickest player on the Chicago Cubs, according to MLB.com. Okay, that was one of my options, probably. For a point guard, we're going with Javi Baez. That's fine. He's flashy. He was on my list, but I wanted out two vein trout over him. He's He's flashy. He can make the plays. He makes his teammate better just from being there. He's six foot, so he's not a shorty. He's going to post up on a two-bay. He's going to get a little physical. Two-bay might not be able to handle two-bay pick, but I stand by it. And then at small forward, you need someone who could do a little bit of everything. No. And there is only one player who can do a little bit of everything. That's Shohei Otani, but continue. No. Even better than Shohei Otani. Eh. You'll, you'll understand. Like I said, he's technically not a player right now, but he's so recently a player that you're going to allow it. It's the man. It's the myth legend. It's, I don't know why I said it like that. I went to space them all out, and then I combined myth and legend. <laughs> I'm going to go with Bartolo Colon at my small forward position. <laughs> I love it, but I just won this competition. <laughs> nope, people love Bartolo Colon, my friend. Not in sporting events, they don't. People love... Just, he just hit a as dinger. a character. Hey. He hit one dinger. <laughs> <laughs> he hit a dinger. Has Shohei Otani ever hit a home run in the same game in which he started? Didn't think so. There's a stat for you. I can't argue that. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Jason. You can do a little bit of everything. I just need my small four to finish off baseball. We still have football to do, so I'm just going to throw it out there real quick. Real obvious pick. The LeBron of baseball at this moment, besides Mike Trout, Christian Yelich at small four. Oh, you're ridiculous. Cody Bellinger, but Christian Yelich at small four. All right, well, that's our teams. Um, So I got Baez, Scherzer. I got two pitchers. That might be bad. Do you have any pitchers? Nope. You got Shohei. Oh, yeah, I got Shohei. <laughs> I got Baez, Scherzer, Cologne, Bellinger, and Judge. I got Altuve, Trout, Yelich, Otani, and Stanton. That looks like a fucking powerhouse team you, right who there. Who do you have again? Altuve, uh-huh. Trout, Trout, Yelich, Otani, Stanton, okay. in that order. We're moving on to football. All right, you could go first since I went first on the last one. All right, one. my number one overall pick. Who do I want here? I don't know. Football was so much harder for me. Really? I feel like it's easier because they're like similar builds. You know? I guess, but I don't know. I know one of my picks, but he's old. I am going to put this on there. Uh You threw Bartolo Colon out there? Go for it. Rob Gronkowski's my power forward. Go for it. You can have it. I need me some Gronk. Because not only is he going to dominate on the court, he's going to be hyping people up on the bench, too. Mm -hmm. That's Rob Gronkowski. Yeah. No, go for it. I was going to pick... I would have picked him, too, so... All right. Jason, you now have two picks. You're on the clock. Okay. I had a point guard come to mind, and he might not be 
in your list, but I'm going to pick him anyways because I actually had one that came to mind. So, as we said, we need a point guard that could bring the ball up. He makes his team better. He's got to be athletic. Mm-hmm. You know, Quarterbacks, they, they're they distributing, so that's a point guard as a quarterback. Now we need a quarterback that's athletic enough. Yep. And I'm going to pick one. He's a, he's a true competitor. I don't think he's that tall, but it's all right. He's 6'1", so that's actually not too bad. It's not Lamar Jackson. It's not Russell Wilson. I'm going to go Baker Mayfield. You I feel like the people love Baker Mayfield. I want to meet Baker Mayfield. People love Baker Mayfield so much that he has better MVP odds than Phillip Rivers next year. How ridiculous is that? That's pretty reasonable. Baker Mayfield's that a fucking star. Ridiculous. I He's, wanted Baker Mayfield. He was, at, he was toward near the top of my list. When I thought we were just choosing teams and not drafting, I had Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield is my uh, point guard. Can't argue with Jay. I just can't do it. Okay, here. I was going to pick Antonio Gates because the, Antonio Gates is the whole, he used to be a basketball player. He gave birth to that whole used to be a basketball <laughs> player movement. Okay. But he's 37 years old. Now, he ain't going to do too good on basketball court no more. Those knees probably aren't what they used to be. And I know that for a fact. I've watched Charger games the last season. <laughs> hey, he still, he still gets down there. He has like one route that he can do and it just works. Yeah, because he's freaking Antonio Gates. So, yeah, I'm not arguing that. I'm just saying he ain't as athletic as he used to be. There's not a lot of tall football players, and understandably so, because you got to be, you can't really be super tall. You know what I mean in football because you're getting hit and. Oh yeah. So I kind of want to pick you know my center next because there's not a lot of height. But I'm looking at the list of the tallest players in the NFL, and there's just no one that really sticks out. All the tallest players is also people no one care about. So I think I gotta go with like a tight end. Okay. You know who I'm gonna go with? Who are you going with, Jay? He's also a little old. I'm going to put him at my center position because he knows how to do something. And I know he knows how to do something. He once... I know what you're talking about He once made a whole field goal post crooked. Yep. From dunking the football. We're going to go with Jimmy Graham at center. I love it. Parker's really barking. Is he okay? I'm going to go check on him in a minute. I hope he's okay. Jimmy Graham at center position. Jimmy Graham. Yep. As your center? Yep. He's a little old too, but oh well. That's fine. I have someone, I'm thinking the Shaq strategy here for center. I'm okay. thinking of someone who's a fucking, what was it, Shaq Big Diesel or some shit like that? I think so. This man, no one can stop him. He's going to back that ass up right underneath the rim and just get a nice little two-hand dunk going on. Okay. Aaron Donald's my center. Okay, he's a little short. A little short. But I respect it. I just don't see how anyone can stop that man when he I mean, he's up. only six foot tall. I don't understand how anyone can stop that man when he's backing up. How tall is Jimmy Graham? 6'3"? But he's 6'3". That's a good question. 6'7". Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Jason? I'm going to, on the fly here, just switch my Aaron Donald and Gronk. Okay. I already drafted him, but Gronk's going to be my center because he's taller. You know, you literally said before the podcast that I couldn't I couldn't do that, but whatever. I'll let it slide. I never once said that. You no, said, fine. Like, no, just leave them where they are. Just I leave will. them where they are. I will. Because it doesn't phase me, Jason. Because... At my point guard, you chose a quarterback. Mm-hmm. I can't argue that. I know you can't. Because quarterbacks have good vision. You know who else has good vision on a football field, Jason? Philip Rivers? The running back. Okay. The running back has to see lanes that no one else sees. Yeah. They usually run through them in basketball. They're going to be passing through those lanes. Okay. Now, what else does a point guard need? He needs some handles, Jay. He needs to be able to do a little whoopie wop cross people up, get to the rim. Yep. Alvin Kamara. Okay. No brainer for my point guard. Okay. I feel like he you should have got a better running back, but there's isn't a better running back in the NFL, Jason. Todd Gurley? Ever Again, heard of him? 
No, I think he was legitimately in the preseason shit. Gurley was ranked like the fifth. Well, that's because his knees exactly. all messed up. So I don't want to mess up knee on my football team. I want a young star. Was Melvin Gordon ahead of uh, Alvin Kamara? Uh, I don't think he was. Alvin Kamara was second. There was only one person above Kamara. Zeke? Uh, Barkley. Saquon? Really? Saquon? Yeah, I think that's who. I think that was ESPN. <laughs> I just forgot how to say Saquon. Sa- Saquon Barkley. Saquon. Saquon. Um, okay. Uh, so I need a shooting guard, small forward, and power forward. Yes, sir. So power forward, I want I want another tall boy. Because you're going to get physical with Gronk. I'm going to get physical with my power forward. Okay. Some would call him the Gronk of the defense. Okay. That's some people being me, and you'll understand why. I'm going to go with J.J. Watt at power forward. I can't argue that. I didn't even fucking think of him. That's a great pick. J.J. Watt and Rob Gronkowski are like... If I could have a perfect moment where you just had, like, final moment of the game, games on the line, you know, they're both a little out of their primes, obviously. Both in their primes. I'd want to see... Once retired. (laughs) Yeah. Imagine that. Games on the line. Super Bowl, even though they're both in the AFC. You got Gronk running at, like, the three-yard line, and the only player that's trying to stop him from getting on the goal line, the goal line stand, is J.J. Watt. And they just have to Oklahoma drill. see it. (laughs) Duke it out. I would... I'd love to see it. I would pay... $20 $20 pay-per-view to watch Rob Gronkowski and J.J. Watt do Oklahoma drills for half an hour. I would love, I'd pay you, I'd be right there next to you like, hey, how much you need? We'd split it. Yeah, I'd pitch in. So I feel like Rob Gronkowski and J.J. Watt are like, if you took one person and then you like split them in half and like, okay, this is the jackass side of you and this is the good, well-behaved <laughs> side because they look similar too. They're like, uh, they're twins that got split at birth yes, and one 100%. got the nice family and one got like the party family. <laughs> <laughs> Like, what's that movie with Lindsay Lohan? I don't fucking know. Do you know what I'm talking about? I, I Probably not. <laughs> I know what you're saying, though. It's a twin... Um, oh, my God. What's it called? Riley's oh, probably... The Parent Trap. trap. Yeah, yeah. It's like The Parent Trap. J.J. <laughs> Watt and Rob Gronkowski. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I mean, J.J. Watt's 6'5". How much you want to bet Rob's, Rob Gronkowski's 6'5"? I will laugh my ass off if he's 6'5". Oh, oh he's 6'6". Six, six. Oh, fuck. <laughs> But J.J. Watt is my power forward. All right, Jay. I really liked your uh, running back logic about lanes, trying to find the lanes. But here's the thing. You said they're going to be passing in the lanes. I feel like you still need a player to cut through those lanes, and that's when a running back becomes, you know, useful. Uh, just to cut through the lanes. They need visions to see court lanes that no one else sees. So when that person gets there on a certain spot, they know how to get the ball in between defenders, just like they run in between defenders. But my, my shooting guards, I don't know. My logic for shooting guard is you need someone who can catch and shoot. And who does a better job than catching the ball from the center? Shooting it to a player. Quarterback. Yeah, I guess. Is it my turn or your turn? I don't, it's still my turn. That's what I thought. <laughs> <sighs> I guess, you know, I'm just going to go with the number one running back on that list at shooting guard. I'm going to go with Saquon Barkley. Not my shooting guard. I just don't. I think it's out of position there. I think I'm going to get some love on Twitter for that. I don't know. We'll see. Because Saquon's going to find the lanes. He's going to run through them for Baker Mayfield to dish it to him for him to get the open layup. That's what it's going to be. That's reasonable. This man's 6'3". Perfect. All right. So I get two picks now. I get to finish off my team. Small forward, Jason. This man's a little bit older. Very dominant. Still, though. Big man. But quick. Loves chickens, I believe. Okay. Vaughn Miller at small forward. 
Interesting. Chickens. Where'd you get that from? I believe he owns like a lot of chickens and he names chickens. I've heard interviews with him. It's a weird fact. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> now, we're down to my shooting guard here. Again, my logic was catch and shoot. Baker Mayfield would have been a perfect shooting guard. Yeah. Now, I'm looking at my list and I only have one other quarterback and I don't like it. Who is it? Cam Newton. That man is one of the most inaccurate quarterbacks there are. <laughs> <laughs> I could think of some that you could draft. Maybe Drew Brees. Absolutely not on a basketball court. <laughs> Love me some Drew Brees. He's not on a basketball court. <laughs> I was thinking Russell Wilson, but he's short. He's he a short would, boy. Yeah. He'd be good if this was a baseball team. Football players. I know. That's yeah. what I'm saying. He'd be the triple triple star. Yeah. So I need someone at shooting guard, Jason. I already know who my small forward is. No pressure. Oh. <sighs> This is an issue for me, but I think shooting guards are, Kobe Bryant was a shooting guard, Jason. Yes, he was. Kobe Bryant was just all the hype. Everyone loved him. Yep. Some hated him, though. Yep. He was great at what he did. Yep. I'm going to go Antonio Brown as my shooting guard. Okay. Completely went off my quarterback <laughs> strategy. Antonio Brown is my shooting guard, though. Do you know how I tall Antonio Brown else. is? Probably short. 5'10". That's all right. Fuck it. <laughs> Should have chose Russell Wilson. It's all right. So, Quan Barkley, I don't think, is very tall either. Oh, yeah. He's, he's six short. foot. So, my small forward. I need a big guy. I don't have any wide receivers on my team. I need a big guy who can catch lobs. He could catch, you know, the passes. We have no reason to believe he can make any shots. You know, but it's football. What reason would we get? So, I want I want a tall athletic receiver. Okay. And the first name I could think of, who's one of the most underrated receivers in the league. I was writing an article about how Brandon Cooks has been underrated. No. Okay. I was writing an article. Ooh, that might be a good idea. Let me look at him real quick. (laughs) No, you were already saying who you're choosing. You can't choose. No, I'm not. I'm not changing it anyways. (laughs) Because I was writing an article about how Brandon Cooks is underrated. I looked up the stats. And this guy's underrated too. He's an all, I think he's an all pro. Maybe. I know he's for sure a pro bowler, but he doesn't get the respect of like a top four receiver. I feel like, even though he has been. I'm going to go Mike Evans at the small forward position. Six foot five. He's 25 years old. He's got the athleticism. He's got the height. He knows how to catch. I'm going to go Mike Evans. Never a fan of him. He's going to be Duncan. Me neither. I always thought he was like the most overrated. Yeah. But he's actually underrated. If you look at the stats. Also, if you think about it, he's had nothing but garbage quarterbacks out there in Tampa Bay too. He's still someone you know his name. Yeah. All right. I, I believe it. Who is your shooting guard again? Antonio Brown. such a bad pick, I already forgot it. Antonio Brown, bro. It's a great pick. And who's your small forward? Vaughn Miller. Oh, yeah, that's right. Don't know if I love this one. I love my baseball one. Atuve, Trout, Yelich, Otani, Stanton. I don't know, bro. Bartolo Colon, bro. That's a goddamn team right there. Bartolo Colon's going to win it over for me because people love Bartolo Colon. You got to pander to the people. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so what was your team, Jay? For which sport? Football. Um, I got Baker Mayfield. Okay. Perfect point guard, I feel like. I feel like I nailed the point guard position. I would have put him at shooting guard, but that's fine. Saquon Barkley at shooting guard. I would have flipped those two. You know what? And it's we a backcourt. We had different strategies It's a backcourt. Some possessions, Saquon may take it up. You know what? I'm fine with that. I think we just got two good guards on each team. Mike Evans, a small forward. We got the Gronk neutralizer, J.J. Watt. Gronk and J.J. Watt are both going to put like zero Look, points, honest, 10 rebounds. I think our voters are going to overlook that position because it's just perfectly 50-50 that neither <laughs> of us get the edge there. 
And then center Jimmy Graham because he knows how to dunk a football slash basketball. He's and not going to be seven. able to get to the rim. Aaron Donald, bro. And he's 6'7". See, but Donald usually goes through people. He doesn't. He's not used to being the he's one that has to stop him. Up and he's going to go. He, can, he might be able to go through Jimmy Graham, but will he it's be gonna able be to like stop the blind him? Blindside, Jay. You know the move, uh, moment in the blindside where he just lifts the guy up and fucking runs with him off the field. Aaron Donald is going to do that on defense. He's going to lift him up and he's going to put him on the other side is of the court. Is he? He's going to be cherry picking. He's going to get over that seven inch fucking low man wins. advantage. Low man. <laughs> I don't wins. think that's true in basketball. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then you had Kamara Brown Vil- Miller. Gronk and Aaron Donald. Still not in love with your Donald pick. I'm still not in love with a lot of my basketball picks, but I already know the baseball one's a wash. Though, what do you mean a wash? I'm easily gonna win. A wash means usually that they're even. No, a wash means I'm gonna fucking wash straight through you. <laughs> You're not using the term correctly. You're making up your own your own definition for the term. But I I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what the viewer. I have to make the Photoshop. So you know, I might add a few inches, add you know some extra weight to my guys, make them make them seem you know a little more athletic. You got nothing to say to that, do you? What are you looking at? You look very intense, like you're doing some research. I'm looking up a wash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when we play horseshoes, we say it's a wash. That means no one gets the point. Speaking of horseshoes, everyone, I won my first ever horseshoe tournament at my house that my dad usually holds, like two or three per summer. I had a streak of four straight tournaments in second place, and I finally got over the hump and won. It was one of the greatest moments of my life. Ty, you got Turns out you were right, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you won the horseshoe tournament. Uh, I showed up late, but still made it to the semi-quarterfinals. like Didn't win a single game. No, I did fucking terrible. You were very No, bad. I did win one game. Oh, you did? In the loser bracket? Yeah. Wasn't it against my mom? Yep. <laughs> You were doing. I was trying to pump you up too, and you were just not I, taking my advice. One thing I cannot do is play horseshoes. You just go pole to pole, bro. You just pole to pole. Can't it's do not it. hard. I can't do it. I was on fire. I was the best player of the whole tournament. I didn't. Wasn't there most of the tournament? But I can't do it. Anyways, the MCU, Jason. Something you can do. You could talk about the MCU. Fuck yeah, I can. Got a lot of MCU news, kinda. We're gonna start off with Avengers Endgame. They're re- Still? <laughs> they were re-releasing it with, I believe it was reported today, seven minutes of added footage. Wow. Wow. All of this in... Uh, you know what some of that added footage is going to be? It's going to be when Captain Marvel goes to the S.H.I.E.L.D. complex and they tell her where Fury is. I guarantee that's like three or four of the seven added Maybe not three. Probably, and I bet there's going to be added footage for like the end fight scene, like character interactions during that final battle. Korg? Bro, oh, I'll be so fucking happy. If I go and watch it, Jay, you said you're not going to go watch it. Because I've already seen it twice in theaters. If I go and watch it and I tell you there's extra fucking scenes with Korg, will you go see it? No, I'll just wait for it to come out on uh, DVD. Garbage. And just fast forward to that scene. Yeah, there's that. There's probably like a Stan Lee tribute, I think they said. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh. That's nice. But it's totally just to beat Avatar. It's not even like... Yeah, no, 100%. And um, an Ed credit scene where I guarantee it's like Thor and... It's just going to be a funny Chris Hemsworth scene. on the ship still arguing about who the leader is. Or, <laughs> yeah, I 100% believe that. Or maybe it's setting up Far From Home. Maybe. I doubt it, though. I was just thinking maybe they shot that before they decided to not include an end credit scene. So maybe they that's just what they have. And then they decided to go away from it. Or maybe they got people back to go film a new one. You know what I mean? Maybe they go a little more on the uh, R-rated side. Apparently, the last scene where Tony Stark snaps... 
says, I am Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Originally, that wasn't in the movie. He tells Thanos to fuck off. Really? Yeah. I know the, the original. Thing. I know the I am Iron Man wasn't originally. Yeah. But there's a scene where Tony Stark tells Thanos to fuck off because you're allowed one F-bomb per yeah. PG-13 movie. And that was going to be like his final words to tell Thanos to fuck off. And then he snaps. I like I am Iron Man more. I 100% like it more. Yeah. But I thought that was funny. It's like, it's very, I mean, I, I don't know. It would have felt weird. And credit scene idea, maybe something to do with Loki taking the Tesseract to set up his TV show? Maybe. Maybe something explaining where the fuck Chris Evans went and that plot hole? Yeah, I feel like they kind of explained the plot hole, but when it takes like weeks of explaining online and for the producers to come out and say like what it meant, I feel like it's kind of a plot hole still. You maybe know just I mean? something with like, like maybe Falcon in a Captain America suit. Captain America type Falcon suit. Maybe something with Hulk. Maybe they actually uh, acknowledged the fact that Black Widow also died, not just Tony Stark. <laughs> so they gave him a funeral and didn't do shit for her. Yeah, they might they do something to set up her prequel. I don't know how they would do that, but maybe. Uh, maybe something with like the Eternals, Whoa. like Adam Warlock was like cruising, like he was woke up late and he was on his way to the final battle, and he's like, "Oh, they got it handled." He's part of the Eternals. No, I don't. I just that was two oh. separate thoughts. Maybe here's a has Scarlett Johansson been confirmed for the Black Widow movie? Uh, yeah. Oh, I was gonna say stay woke. What if the new Black Widow? What if the new Black Widow movie is about a new Black Widow? Don't know if that happens in the comics, but like someone takes over the Black Widow. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. I don't think that happens. Well, I don't know much about the actual comics. Maybe the scene with the was it fourteen reasons why girl or whatever. Oh yeah, thirteen was it worth it? Scene in the orange glow with Tony. Like his older daughter. That is something they filmed. Yeah. They probably will. That's probably another minute of the movie that they're adding. The seven extra minutes. I bet that one actually is in there. Because they say they didn't want to include it because they didn't want to confuse people. I want to see like a 10 minute special. Give Chris Evans like a million dollars. Maybe not a million. To film. I want to see him returning the stones. Make it like a 15 minute special. Put it on YouTube. Of him returning each stone and then like encountering the Red Skull. And like maybe getting like one or two fights. That'd be cool. Imagine him fighting like Hulk. Maybe they do it for Disney Plus. Yeah. Just make a little short, one short fucking 20 minute show or something for Disney Plus. Even the end end credit scene could be him seeing Red School. I don't know. I don't know how that advances anything. I don't know if they're even trying to advance anything. Maybe it's just a little conversation and it sets up Red School for the future. Yeah. It could be something with Valkyrie being the leader of Asgard. Probably not. Something with Deadpool. Because they said he's not going to be in Far From Home or Spider-Man 3. Maybe that's because they're adding him into it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> There's so much they could do. <laughs> I don't know. They're $45 million short. Um, Avatar, They'll probably get it. Avatar's re-release, I believe they said, made $33 million when they re-released it. Like the final time or whatever. See, they're coming up against Spider-Man, though. They don't want to overlap those too much. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Also Toy Story, which is weird for Disney. For them to be like, oh, Marvel's adding stuff, so go see Endgame again. While they're also releasing well, one of their big, biggest fucking Pixar I don't think movies. it comes out till like the 28th. I thought they said this weekend. I thought it was the 28th. I could be wrong. Which gives it even less time to go up against Spider-Man. That, well, maybe not. Spider-Man comes out that... Tu- Spider-Man comes out on a fucking Tuesday. Yeah, based on the holiday, I think. There's like a holiday. Like that specific holiday, it's like known to come out on that day. That's weird. It's just two days before fucking 4th of July. That's probably why. But it's a... Fu- yeah, Tuesday. Well, I guess it's the middle of the summer, so people are going to go see it anyways, but... 
It doesn't say. I could have sworn I seen the 28th. Oh, so he said next weekend, but they're saying that likely not this weekend because of Toy Story 4. So next week, the 28th. Oh. So yeah, maybe. Either way, 45 million short. They'll probably get it. I don't. I don't know. They'll probably get it. They're adding extra shit. People are going to go see it. They'll see it just to try to push it over. Also, yeah, July 2nd is when it comes out. Yeah, also it's coming up before Far From Home, so maybe there's someone who, by some weird fucking world, only wants to see the Spider-Man movie, but is like, oh, I guess I'll go see Avengers now to see what happens in the Spider-Man movie. Because <laughs> that's like, Captain Marvel had a big push right before Endgame, but it's, it was more directly related. I guess this is related to... I don't fucking know. Yeah, but pe- that's different. People want to see the solo hero movie to see what's going to happen in the main movie. That's what I'm like. I, I don't know. Nobody, you know what I mean? I, I don't. I don't think they're going to do it. I. I. I hope they do, but I've been saying since the beginning. I don't think they will. I really don't. I'm not sure, but Far From Home, Jason released a new trailer. I didn't even see this. A new teaser. Didn't even see this either. And the ban or whatever. They finally let reviews come out. For people who got the like before screenings, yeah, and I have not seen a single one that says it's even mediocre. Every single review I have read says it's a fucking greatest Spider-Man movie to grace this planet. Ooh, better than um, what's his name? Tobey Maguire. Oh yeah, a bunch of reviews said it's better than Spider-Man Two, which is considered Sam to be the Ray? best of the Sam Raimi trilogy. A couple of them were saying it's the best live action. A couple of them were saying that they liked it just as much as Into the Spider-Verse, which had 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> one was a best, good movie. One best animated movie. Yeah. I'm what, fucking you, what about that new teaser? Did you watch it? Yeah. So the That's new, what I want to talk about There's first. a new trailer and a new teaser. Well, what happened? What, in which one? Which one do you want to talk about? Both. Teaser was a, I think it's like a minute 30 scene of Jake Gyllenhaal as Mysterio. All the reviews said he fucking killed it, by the way. Says he's great. Boyaka, boyaka. <laughs> it was like him flying up and having like a heart to heart with uh peter he's gonna be evil right i don't know dude because this scene like he was legitimately like a good guy talking that's to him. why they released it to trick you yeah he's gonna like, be evil even with evil. a lot of the reviews and shit like they, they were almost like spoiler they're like jake gyllenhaal was great was such a developed character like he's gonna he's gonna be evil I think he'll probably end up being evil, but I think he's going to be like a Loki evil to where like everyone still likes him, but he's technically a bad guy. So maybe he's going to be in all the MCU movies moving forward. Like he's well, going to stay around. I think he's at least going to be in Spider-Man 3 for like a Sinister Six. Yeah, if you're going to have Jake Gyllenhaal, you're going to try to get him for That's more than one saying. movie. But I think he's going to be a fucking knockout character. But it's like a heart-to-heart with Peter Parker, him talking to Spider-Man, being like, oh, I didn't want to save the world like this summer. I just wanted to be with my friends. Yeah. He was like, I understand. He was like, I want to tell you to go, but I need you. Like, we need to do this together type thing. Hmm. And then he makes him an Avenger, I want to say, in that. Mysterio trailer. makes Spider-Man an No, Avenger? Spider-Man does. Because Spider-Man's technically Avenger. I want to say there's something. That okay, released. that's kind of bullshit. Spider-Man. Where he was what like, the hell? welcome to the Avengers. And I'm like, yo, dog, you fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> well, yo, dog, you just became an Avenger. And now that Tony's dead, you think you got all this power. <laughs> New guy on the block. Like, yeah, no, 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 they'll be fine with it. Come on. <laughs> Um, yeah, and then in the trailer, it shows Spider-Man designing his new suits. Okay. So, like, the, the red... He and, designs them? He designs them. So, he goes... Ooh. So, in the comic books, like, he makes all of his suits, and that's one of the things, like, he's smart. He creates the suits. Yeah. Um, when he's with Happy on the jet, it shows, like, that there's, like, the full setup and shit for him to design his suits. So, they're thinking his original red and blue suit and the black stealth suit. Mm-hmm. He's going to basically put those together and design them to make the red and black suit that we've seen in the trailers. Oh, okay. 
But yeah, he's like, he's got the whole shit in Tony Stark's old jet to like create his suits and stuff now. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I don't remember what else is in the trailer. That was the biggest thing. <laughs> there was that review that Riley sent us. I'll read it. That got me a little excited. Yeah, there's a Cause lot of reviews. Mostly because the, the, it mentioned how the ending was like supposedly crazy. Oh, yeah. Also, um, in a lot of the reviews and everything, they're saying there's two holy shit end credit scenes. Both of them are big plot point credit scenes. Dude. And like someone did like a Q&A. He was like, I want to do a non-spoiler Q&A. And then one guy was like, is there going to be any moment that completely blindsides like fans? And the dude said, yeah. That's what I love about the MCU, and that's why I keep coming back. I love when they just switch it up on us, and I love the end credit scenes, and I just I love that shit, dude. Especially I one that, love like, that no shit. one expects. I live for that shit. <laughs> Put it in my veins. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even care about the movie. <laughs> you don't care about the movies. You just care about the scenes that set up the next movie that you're not going to care about. It's it's one of those things where I obviously love the movies, and I, you know I'm a big fan, but like. It's it's that whole setting up thing that just it really is like it's what, the possibilities that they get going in your mind for everything. Yeah, exactly. Like it was the possibilities for Endgame that made it such you know Endgame was great in upon itself, but that's what makes it so awesome. It's just, just like the, thinking mm. of everything they can do and whatnot and all the hype. Yeah, I can't fucking wait. I can't wait. It's so it's so special. It's so like anything. I'll and probably go on anything. that Tuesday and call out on work on Wednesday. Let me know. <laughs> Let me know, my friend. I that's right will. after our beach trip. I'll tell the Quakes I can't work. Yeah, I'm considering it, but I don't know yet. Because the Quakes are in town that weekend, but I could tell them that I can't work. Anyways, this review from Sean O'Connell. Don't know what publication you're on. Okay, friends. Spider-Man Far From Home is jaw-dropping. First half is a lot of fun. Coasting on the good vibes of the Homecoming cast. Sorry for yelling, everyone. I don't know why he put Homecoming in caps. But that second half is... (laughs) Oh, no, 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 no. Oh. Did you just read a spoiler? No, I typed in Far From Home and I hit the first suggested thing and it said spoiler. And so then all of those tweets started popping up and I dipped the fuck out. <laughs> that was terrifying. Um, but that second half is extraordinary, delivering the best Spidey action ever. Most shocking ending in a Spider-Man movie ever. Fans will flip out. What That's could what they saying. do to flip us out? That's what I'm saying. That's fucking insane. Here's Here's my worry. And I don't think it's... I don't think it's like a legitimate thing. I just, it's playing devil's advocate. My worry is these critics are not as like, what if it's like venom coming in, which people would flip out about, but I think that'd be like, if you have a flip out meter impossible things that would make us flip out. I feel like that's the worst possible thing. Cause like, yeah, it's venom. Cool. But like, that's just using Sony's product. You know, it's not setting up anything new in the MCU. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, what if it's something like that, where it's like something where like a critic's like, "Oh my god, this is so insane!" But then like hardcore fans and like us is like, that was kind of predictable. That was kind of out of all the crazy stuff that could have happened, that was like the least crazy. You know what I mean? I think one thing that I've been seeing kind of going around the rumor mill, <laughs> uh, Norman Osborn, because there's that first trailer that showed like the Avengers building being yeah. renovated. I think they're probably gonna throw Norman Osborn in the post-credit scene. See. And he's going to end up being one of the big bads moving forward. That would be cool. And I'd be fine if that's one of them. But I want one I want one that's not Spider-Man related. You know what I mean? And I think that's why my Venom thing is like, I think that's what it's getting at. I want one that's related to a new property being brought in, even though Venom technically is a new property. But like, you know, Fantastic Four and X-Men or even future movies. I want something like that. Yeah. I know they're fucking fast tracking Fantastic Four since they said it was like five years for X-Men. They already have a director for Fantastic Four. 
I still think they're going to do the whole prequel thing for the next like two, three years, though. I don't know, but I'm fucking excited. I'm not going to think like that until I see this movie, and then we could talk about what's going to happen next. That's soon, dude. That's right around the corner. What the hell? I can't wait. Life's moving fast. Also, did you see uh, all of the Keanu Reeves shit going on on Twitter? Of course I saw it. It's in our outline. Oh, it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Keanu Reeves has been rumored. He was rumored for the internal. Well, he's rumored, but then Feige straight up announced that he wants him in the MCU. Yeah, but he said they've talked to him every single fucking movie, basically. Yeah. So there's no guarantee of him coming in anytime soon. Yeah. But Keanu Reeves has fucking blown up over the past, I'd say, three months. I don't know if I've seen a movie with Keanu Reeves in it. I'm sure I have. I've seen John Wick 1 and 2. Never seen John Wick. I haven't seen the new ones. Um, I'm going to look at Keanu Reeves' thing while you talk about him. Yeah, he's oh. fucking just become huge over the past couple of fucking months. He's in the Matrix. Never seen that movie either. Well, that's where he kind of got like big, I want to say. Like he was in a couple of other things. Um he's also remaking one of like those 90 movies. Uh like Bill and Ted or yeah, some Bill shit. Yeah, Bill and Ted Face the Music. Yeah. Did you know that they already announced a John Wick Chapter 4? Yeah. Didn't know that. Um Toy Story 4, I'm seeing that tonight. Have oh, you- that's right. He's in that. Haven't seen um, that. He's in that new Netflix movie that Netflix is using all their bots to hype up on Twitter. What is that? Stay woke. Well, everyone was saying like when Bird Box got big. Yeah. Like they basically Netflix created accounts and shit or whatever. And like that's why it got so big, even though it was a whatever movie. Yeah. There's that. Never seen it either. Yeah. yeah. I've never seen a movie with Keanu Reeves in it. I think he was in like 47 Ronin was an action movie a little while back. I don't know what else he's been in recently. I'm looking at all of his movies. I've never seen. And then he had the cyberpunk thing we talked about in the car yeah. podcast. He's just fucking everywhere. You know who's better than Keanu Reeves? Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton's a great fucking actor. <laughs> I love Michael Keaton. But yeah, everyone's freaking about him being Adam Warlock. And like, I kind of see it, but not really. Yeah, I, I don't know if I want it. There was one edited picture that he looked all right in, but there's another one that looked fucking terrible. There was another person that people were... Uh, I want him, There was Moon Knight or something like that, which I want to say is almost like uh, MCU Batman. I could be wrong, but I know they have like a dark character like that. And then uh, Namor, which I think he'd be yeah, a Yeah, I think Namor was the Namor. one I saw. Yeah, I think Namor was the one I saw. Namor has like, like, like a facial hair type thing, and he's got like slick back black hair. You know what Keanu could have played? He probably could have been Doctor Strange. I feel like he's got a Doctor oh, Strange 100%, face. Yeah, I think um, Tony Stark Dick Cumberbatch was a great Doctor yeah. or Doctor Strange, but I think Keanu could have done it. Keanu comes back as a new Tony Stark. <laughs> Howard's not Howard Stark. Uh, oh, Morgan Stark. Well, that's his daughter, but in the comics, it was his cousin. Maybe. Doubt it, but maybe. Bro, but. how mad would you be if the surprise is that Tony Stark's still alive? And Robert Downey Jr. signed on for like 10 more movies and they've just been keeping a secret. I would be pissed, but I think all the reviews would have been less hyping him up. Yeah. You would have been like, what the fuck? I think there's... It's crazy how we're pissed about the thing that probably a lot of casual fans like really, really want. Like my dad who hated Endgame because Tony <laughs> Stark died. I think one of the things that could blindside you is there's the scene in the trailers where he puts on those like fancy glasses and they're like Tony Stark, like digital Oh yeah, and he's like AI or something. Yeah. The AI voice sounds different than like all of his other AI voices if you listen to it. What if that's because they changed it for the trailer and it's actually Tony Stark's the new AI? See, that's, I don't think that's enough to be like mind blown. You know what I mean? But like, what if they keep bring him back and like how they did the last scene at Endgame where he was like a hologram? Like we get a bunch of hologram Robert Downey Jr. I'm definitely not ruling that out, but if, I don't think that people would call that mind-blowing. You know what I mean? And maybe, if they are, I'd not. be pissed off. Yeah. Like, really, this is what you got me excited for? Something we've talked about two months ago on the podcast? 
Also, if in Homecoming, like the the post credit scene was the Vulture talking to Scorpion in prison. Yeah, that was they set that up and then. But well, it's probably because it's going to be the third one. Yeah, I bet one of the other ones is them just setting up the Sinister Six, and they're like, "Oh, holy shit, it's going to be the Sinister Six, But I feel like it's really. That's what I was saying. I hope it's like one Spider-Man one that's like holy shit, and then one like Avengers one. You know what I mean? Maybe yeah. not, a, but MCU one. I think they got to do something. It's the final movie of Phase Three. Like going into the next one? Yeah. Give me a post-credit scene that sets up something for the next phase. Which could be Norman Osborn. He could be the big bad of the next. What if... Ooh, you know how Nick Fury was at the end of Iron Man? What if it was like Professor X at the end of this one talking to Spider-Man? There's no way they're bringing Professor X in, though. Especially after how bad Dark Phoenix is. Yeah, that's bombed. true. I was just saying, what if it was like an X-Men related thing? I would love to and instead that... Is Professor X like the Nick Fury of the X-Men? I didn't watch any X-Men I movies. I mean, he's the leader. He's the head of the school I'm just saying, who, like, recruits all I'm just teams. Just listen to my idea. What if he came to Spider-Man talking about these mutants that have crossed over, you know, thinking that he's a mutant? Because I guess he technically kind of is, if you really get down to it. Spider-Man? Well, kind of. He's got mutant tendency, you know what I mean? Because he got bit by a spider, and I don't know. Well, no, mutants have, like, a gene. Did this, didn't the spider, like, mess with his genes? Well, that's, like, an incident, like kind of like didn't how like hulk rip, got the radio like rip shit. his jeans or something well he got like the spider thing that like messed with it but he got spider guts are, on his jeans are born mutants are born with their powers you get did he get the spider guts on his jeans <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay what if he goes up spider-man he thinks he's a mutant because he from the outside you might think he's a mutant he's trying to recruit him to the x-men highly doubt it i'm just saying what if that would be pretty crazy right like I, the same kind of scene how nick fury is like we're about to start something maybe i don't know just, I'd rather see like uh, Reed Richards or something for the Fantastic Four, but I don't think they'll do that either because they haven't cast anyone yet. They don't even have to cast anyone. They could just show like the Fantastic Four logo or, you know what I mean? But they don't, I guess, but that would be weird because they don't get that logo or do any of that shit until after they get their powers. Maybe this is a world where the whole multiverse, they already have their powers in a different universe. Maybe they just show up through the multiverse. Yeah. Already has the Fantastic Four. Maybe. Because they don't need to cast anyone. It could be like, or it could be a silver surfboard, you know what I mean, that they just pan over. That would be fucking awesome. Or it could be, you know, like they did Thanos. That I guess I was watching a video. That Thanos, I think, was all CGI. I oh, think. yeah, they didn't have it. Well, I think they had someone like a stand-in, but it wasn't yeah. like Josh Brolin. Yeah, so they don't need to cast anyone yet to set things up. So there's ways around it. So I just hope it sets up something big. Sets up Spider-Man, but I'll, and that's maybe why there's two... Stay woke. That's why there's two end credit scenes because Marvel, you know, Marvel Studios is like, okay, we want to set up phase four, even though I don't think they're technically doing phases anymore. I think that's what Feige said. I think it's now it's not like phase four. It's um, the eternal. Some bullshit. Like cosmic, eternal, it's cosmic. a cosmic phase. Yeah. Um, you know, the MCU or the Marvel Studios is like, okay, let's set up this new phase or whatever. But then Sony's like, hey, 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 we still need to set up our own movie too. And maybe that's why there's two. You know what I mean? Maybe. Well, the other theory that's been going around is there's going to be basically like it's going to split off here. It's going to be like the cosmic space heroes, and then there's going to be the ground heroes. Yeah. So it's going to be you know Winter Soldier, Falcon, Spider. That's kind of how it was with Guardians of the Galaxy already. They were separated until. Yeah, but now there's going to be Captain Marvel, Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, They're probably going to do a Nova movie in Guardians. You know, he's going to be in Guardians Three, so they're going to have all that that shit. And then with them to all come back together for the next Avengers, I'd be fine with that. Because then That'd when they come cool. back together, I don't expect them all to be together forever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'd be fine with that. Because if they all came back together for the next Avengers movie, it's badass again because it doesn't happen. 
Anything else for the podcast, Ty? <laughs> I got nothing, Jay. This is a good one. Uh, we're right around where we are every single podcast episode. We're, That's we're consistent. I don't know how. Unintentionally consistent. Hour 20 to hour 30-ish. Every time. We're at hour 33. We're good for it. That's before cuts. You can count on us every Friday. Except for two Fridays ago. And potentially two Fridays from now. Potentially. <laughs> We've got vacations coming up. I don't know, man. We're just great at this. Yeah, be sure to follow us on Twitter. Vote for our uh, basketball teams. I'll get a Photoshop probably up over the weekend, maybe Saturday, Sunday, one each day. Also, um, on YouTube now. Oh, yeah, we're putting our podcast on YouTube. We need to put more stuff up on YouTube. We say that every single episode. We do, but I've been... And we're going to say it next week. I've been posting episodes. They're up there now. What are you doing this weekend? You busy? Uh, I got a recital. Dance recital. So we can make another episode. We can record. That's tomorrow. Yeah. I thought you were going to work. You doing both? Yeah. Double duty tie? Yeah. Maybe we record a video on Saturday or Sunday. Let's do it. Lock it in. Okay. Victoria's got a recital, so I'm going to be free. Is it going to be a new game or a PS2 game? That's for the listener to find out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Until next time, everyone. Take care. And what was your your uh, catchphrase that you said like once or twice and never said again? Be a good friend. I said it all the time. Be a good friend, everybody. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.